Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about the new year, new me, new tool. The tool that you do need in your life, apparently, is ChatGPT. I have no idea what it stands for, but let's get into AI search copy kind of related stuff. Let's get into this. So this is probably my first, or it is my first podcast of the new year. I have a number of things I would like to do, and all of a sudden in this first week, wow, it just got busy. And I'm just thinking, okay, I need to push back somehow. I thought the holidays would have rejuvenated me in some way, but there are so many more things going on. And that's on top of the fact that February and March will already be busy months. There's just not enough time in the world. So I fully respect and understand what issues social enterprises might have because you kind of quickly need to get going. And like I said, there's a multi of just different things going on there. And looking around on YouTube in particular, chat GPT just popped up and i have seen this last year in fact last year was a year for dali 2 or something like that or dali 4 whatever number it's up to dali is a google operation algorithm that converts images into the image that you might want so you could compound two random things and it will make that image and recently leading up to christmas I've heard less about that, but I've heard about other search engines, kind of, not search engine, but search engines and other text input AIs that then generate other stuff. So one of the things that I've seen is Canva, for example. Canva is now implementing AI and they have a facility to turn text into images but it's not like Dali it's more like it finds images that it has in its bank that is similar to what you're looking for so actually it's quite interesting in that sense and it just makes that experience a little bit faster for some people also Notion is an app that um, I don't think I've signed up for but I'm aware that I've probably missed the boat and I'm at the bottom of the list of them releasing an exciting AI feature. Essentially, if you had to create a checklist for a blog post that you needed to make, then you would type in create checklist for blog post and it would give you the entire workflow and then you would have to just get on with it. And it wouldn't be a case of you figuring out what's your next step. It would just tell you. So that's really exciting as well. So obviously 2023 could be the year of AI. And that's kind of where we're at. And I think that we there's a lot of stuff to see. And the things that I've mentioned, like Notion, hasn't actually happened and it won't. It's just the early beta stage invites that you might be getting and they've not yet opened that up either. So yeah, there's lots of things that are going to be going on. Now, with that in mind, I did uh, a couple of nights ago jump on chat GPT. And I do not know what that stands for, so my apologies there. But 
it stands for something to do with chat. I don't even know why it's called chat. GPT. I mean, that's just the most random thing ever. Yeah, and I don't know why it's called that. And it's got a lovely logo and nice bit of branding. Um, it's straight up as a, a, an open AI platform, um, which is really nice. And it tries to sort of on the website describe what it does, but you can skip ahead and just straight away jump into using this for free. But you do need to um, sign up to it. So that's really cool. I think one of the interesting things with tools like this, um, same as uh, using Trello when I talk about Kanban, a lot of tools nowadays are quite open and accessible and it just means that people might access them and not know exactly what to do. So I've found myself a little thing which I can't remember exactly where I found it, but it was this image that does a really wonderful job of describing things. So if you went along to try chat GPT and you logged in, you would probably want to type in different search related things, which is really great and helpful. But at the same time, you might say, I'll write a blog post around something and that, that would work. What I discovered was an actual system in which you can write something to get a really smart outcome. And I've yet to try it with other more obscure things or things related to Notion, for example. Um, but I imagine Notion has used um, something like ChatGPT to put that into its system so that it can then output. And it outputs in that unique sense. But if you're purely going over to ChatGPT and you want, for example, a video script, a blog post, or you want something along those lines, then the easiest thing you can do is say to ChatGPT something along the lines of write me a so many words, or you don't have to put a word count, but having a parameter does help. And often with the use of ChatGPT, what I've seen is there is a kind of a, a limit. There's a hard limit of 4,000 words, but when you get to between five and a thousand, 500 and 1,000 words, there tends to be a bit of an issue with um, it freezing up. So it's not completely foolproof yet. It is developing, but at the same time, interesting. I think Google have stepped ahead of the game. I have heard rumors that it's already identifying um, what is an AI-based created bit of text. Uh, obviously, it can't necessarily do that with image or with audio, but it can do that with, um, with, with text and how to read that. How it does that, I do not know. But none the wiser, try sticking in some sort of word count and write a word count for a blog post or a video script and then give that piece of content a title and by giving it a title is really quite useful and I think the what I found was I was trying to use chat GPT but in a way where it just didn't really work and it didn't work massively because I was impressed with something that was really impressive but I probably needed to work on a little bit more by giving the parameters of GPT to write a word count for something specific like a blog post or a video script or whatever it might be um, then 
for you to also then say what it's about, but to say what the title is, is really helpful because that can then get implemented and put into the text. And it's quite clear that that's a subject title uh, and everything below it is the subject. And then write about who the audience is intended for. So who are you trying to engage or help or what is it you're trying to do for them and what is the audience? And by saying you want to improve them or do whatever it might be, then that's really useful because within the text that it will churn out, it will pull out, oh, you want to improve their performance, you want to engage them or give them X, Y, and Z knowledge, and it will give you those bits as well as the AI will be able to find those bits of information. And I'm guessing it uses Google, but I don't exactly know. And then also put other bits of data and information that you might want so, so actually ask for data or recordings of and then ask at the end for anything extra that you might want uh, but essentially that's the kind of phrasing that i have and recently found works really really well actually i've spent about half an hour one evening and I just was playing around with it so i played around and found again the word count didn't quite work but within smaller ones it did sort of work and i created seven eight nine different posts of text um in 20 minutes and what's interesting is some of those were doubled up i had to regenerate the text and they weren't very good or when i left them to be like 900 words they did cut off early and i was a bit disheartened but i did feel like they were really useful and that they were getting to the point so i think one thing that i'm going to be doing next time would be then to for me to sit back and think what's the phrase that i would like to put in but then maybe break that phrase down as if it's already been generated as text and imagine that in different sections so essentially having subtitles and then what i probably want to do is ask chat gpt the subject but give it the title of the subsection so that it can write fewer words around 200 words in that subsection ask it again subsection title two and then it will churn out the the information for that subsection Overall, you will then have um, a multiple of layered bit of content that goes further and further in depth. I think this is really quite helpful and a unique way of doing things. I'm not necessarily going to say it's right or that's what you should be doing with all of your content, because for me, I am now going to look at how to redo that. One really quick tip that I've heard some people starting to use is Quill, which is a piece of AI that looks at text and regurgitates it exactly the same but with a different tone of voice or a different way of writing but the message is still there it's just that the tone of voice is slightly different and that's really cool it's also really useful to maybe look at seo practices so find your keywords find that if you're building this as a blog post what links can you make to other posts within your site to help you with your reach and you can add other bits of information in there in the more human kind of fashion by adding that kind of stuff in particular to the first paragraph you probably will see that google won't identify you as using AI text and that it will see you as being authentic a little bit more because you are adding other bits to it and I think 
with a mixture and a blend of some of these things, we might start to see the emergence of the death of Google, perhaps, because people may, in the next year or two, start to use these functions more to find their answers on a basic level. But if people get more advanced and use it in the way that I've described to write an entire phrase, then they will be able to get more out of um, these AI functions. So we will then be looking at um, more relevant, more well-written posts that are relevant to the date and time and new content that is probably new and good but equally not human so we could potentially see the rise of really good ai content which means less and fewer actual handwritten pieces of work so there is much a deal to sort of look at and think about how this might work and go through so overall this test that i did was interesting and i do think that again it's an open platform that is going to be open and unnerving for some to use but also potentially a bit strange and won't get used until people use it and know what it's like so the moment that people actually adopt it it then might take a bit more time for it to spread like wildfire one thing that does strike me as strange is where the AI bases itself with source because I don't understand if it's using other information on the web in which case it's currently really good and effective because it's basing itself on information that's relevant from human beings whereas in the future it's going to be sourcing and citing information based on AI text the fact that Google is able to recognize AI apart from human is really valid because we will then see these separate a lot down the line and we will be able to see that people can do human or AI searches or AI searches that include everything or just human written content. Either way, having that understanding of how search is evolving is going to be useful, but it's also a good starting point for how you can now look at creating and developing your content and um, so that it's got great tone of voice but also is quite insightful this is something that i do want to implement and have a play around with so i am gonna try and use chat gpt but like i said i'm honestly going to have a look at um a quick proofreading process where i do um, optimize it for SEO and add extra bits in with the hope that the reworking does make it more human. Um, I just want to say thank you and welcome back to uh, what is going to be an amazing year. It's already quite busy. Uh, 2023 is just going to be really different and full of AI if it's starting this way. I can only imagine it would end this way. Thank you very much for listening. Um, please do consider liking, subscribing and following me. Um, I'm also available over on Twitter or on various other social platforms as Tea and Toast or Tea and Toast Digital. Thank you very much. Take care. Until next time, see you soon.